0: time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado. Here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into Mining Stock Daily. I'm Trevor Hall. And I'm Paul Harris. Today is Thursday, December 9th. Uh, Paul, this is a huge day. Uh, Coming off news late last night... Big acquisition of a junior miner, Great Bear, uh, going to be acquired by Kinross. We're going to get into the news here a little bit, but uh, I kind of feel sorry if you're at another junior company trying to put news out today.
1: Yeah, there, well, there's been a, a slew of these things recently the past two or three weeks, and yeah, a biggie today.
0: Yeah, biggie day. So let's jump into it. Why don't you give us what we need to know about the metals?
1: Absolutely. Um, in what has become a serially recurrent pattern in the precious metal space, gold rose as much as $10 per ounce in overnight trading. With most of the price move occurring during Eastern Hemisphere physical gold trading market hours. Then, suddenly at 6 a.m. New York time, gold was flash crashed from 1795 all the way down to 1780 per ounce before bouncing to settle at 1785, a level unchanged from Tuesday as it happened. The price of silver followed the same pattern as gold but closed down nine cents from Tuesday. The Mining Stock Journal said that the price ambush occurred in the complete absence of any fundamental or technical events that would have triggered such a sudden sell-off. In fact, it said the US dollar index was hit hard starting an hour before the beatdown given to the metals. In addition, the ex-duty import premiums from India showed that the Indians were avidly buying gold yesterday. The mining stocks, therefore, spent most of the day in the red on Tuesday, but managed to rally later in the trading session and close green, with the GDX up nearly half a percent. The newsletter noted that the premium rich acquisition of Great Bear Resources, which we'll be talking about later, announced by Kimros Gold after the market closed in a mostly cash transaction, will largely energize the mining stocks. In that regard, the next issue of the Mining Stock Journal will be released this afternoon and will include an update on Fortuna Silver and its San Jose mine situation, as well as updates on several other junior mining stock companies.
0: We're going to get to the news out of the miners and explorers here in just a second, but let's hear from a quick word from today's sponsor.
1: This mining stock daily morning briefing is brought to you by Western Copper and Gold. Western Copper and Gold is focused on developing the world-class casino project in Canada's Yukon Territory. The casino project consists of an impressive 11 billion pounds of copper and 21 million ounces of gold in an overall resource. Western Copper and Gold trades on the TSX and the NYSE American with WRN. Be sure to follow the company via their website, www.westerncopperandgold.com.
0: And here's what you need to know this morning. Longtime friend of the show, Great Bear Resources, is to be acquired by Kinross Gold in a $1.4 billion US deal at $29 per share Canadian. That's a 40% premium for Great Bear. Kinross will obtain the pre-resource high-grade Dixie project in the Red Lake District of Ontario, Canada. A maiden resource is due in early 2022. Great Bear shareholders can elect cash or 3.8564 Kinross shares, up to aggregate maximums of 75% cash and 40% Kinross shares. And the deal included contingent value rights, which could be exchanged for 0.133 of a Kinross share for further consideration of $46 million. Great Bear's shares ran up recently on speculation that Barrett Gold would t- would tilt for the company, with the major having struck earn-in agreements for adjacent exploration co- concessions. We're going to chat a little bit about that, Paul. <laughs> Great Bear Resources oh, yeah. trades on the TSX Venture with GBR and on the OTCQX under. GTBAF. Okay, my here's my question for you, Paul. I mean, this is obviously huge news and great for the sector, great for Chris Taylor and his team. Everybody, had Great Bear. But you kind of wonder that Great Bear did have quite that run up after Barrett comes in with those JVs surrounding properties. You wonder if Kinross, if that price for Kinross went up because of that, maybe they would have got a cheaper price.
1: Well, I mean, uh, I, I think it's emblematic of the, the gold space at the moment. There's not that many big projects out there. And so the, the majors are starting to scramble and position themselves. And, uh, you know, maybe this particular story, Great Bear, hasn't yet run its full course yet.
0: Yeah, I, there's a lot of speculation. Maybe somebody like Barrick does come over the top from that 20, over $29. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I was sort of reading some of the, the, the chat rooms this morning and there's also speculation that uh, Barrick might just go for Kim Ross as well.
0: Well, that would be huge. I don't know. Yeah. Can they afford it? Do you think they can afford it?
1: Well, they've got about $5 billion in cash on their balance sheet and obviously they've got credit lines. So cash stock deal. Um, yeah, they, they, I would say taking out Kim Ross or Kimros and Great Bear is certainly within their bandwidth.
0: Huh, very interesting. Well... Yeah, maybe the story isn't over, but as of right now, it's a big story, a huge story.
1: Oh yeah, and I think one, two key things stand out. Uh, one, it's pre-resource, and two, it's a big premium on a stock that had already ran up quite a ways.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and good for shareholders. Christmas came early for Great Bear shareholders.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, I imagine there's going to be a few cigars and some uh, some nice champagne around uh, in various <laughs> households in Canada this uh, this Christmas.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, other than Great Bear, there was other news out there. Paul, Let, let's jump into what's next.
1: Okay, the next one could be eventually um, as big as Great Bear, um, with full details yet to be announced later today. The Lundin Group is to introduce the Vicuna Copper District in San Juan, Argentina, where it has ownership stakes in Filo Mining, Jose Maria Resources, and ngex Minerals, which between them have made significant discoveries of copper gold and silver in the region, which covers about 400 square kilometers. Jose Maria is moving towards production. Philo has delivered some of the longest and highest grade copper intercepts in the world this year and NGX is preparing to drill out the high grade core of its Los Helados deposit. The lending Group said a golden age of copper is beckoning and just in time to meet this demand is this once in a generation opportunity with the lending group of exploration companies. Philo Mining trades on the TSX under FIL, Jose Maria trades on the TSX under Jose, and NGX Minerals on the TSXV under NGEX.
0: Australia's Silver Lake Resources entered into a subscription agreement to acquire HeartGold and agreed to provide it with $10.8 million Canadian debtor in possession loan. This follows Silver Lake acquiring some $80 million in credit facilities in November, which BP Paribas previously extended to Hartgold. The subscription agreement provides Silver Lake with the path to acquire Heart Gold and to become its sole shareholder. Silver Lake will acquire Hart in exchange for consideration comprising about $74.1 million U.S. in credit bid consideration, reflecting the value owed to Silver Lake under the credit and loan facilities. The satisfaction of finance facility obligations owed by Hart to Appian Central Advisory by issuance of Silver Lake shares. Under the arrangement, Hart's common shareholders will be eliminated. Hart Hart ran into problems after developing its sugar zone gold mine in Ontario into production without a feasibility study. Ventilation issues, equipment failures, frozen tailings, and lower gold production, and grade than planned, meant the company was not generating enough cash to fund its investment activities or services its debt. Hart's shares were suspended Tuesday after crashing to... Get this, Paul. One cent.
1: Uh, not a lot, yeah. Um, <laughs> in Brazil, Cabral Gold reported assay results from five diamond drill holes at the MG Gold Oxide Blanket within the Cui Kui Gold District in northern Brazil. Hole MET04 drilled for metallurgical testing, returned 70.8 metres, grading one gram per tonne gold from service, including an interval of 17 metres, grading 3.3 grams per tonne. Metallurgical test work is due to be undertaken during the first quarter of next year. Cabral has drilled more than 23,000 metres since reporting a 1 million ounce resource estimate in 2018. Cabral gold shades on the TSXV under CBR and on the OTC under CBGZF.
0: And we mentioned that the Mining Stock Journal would be writing a section of the newsletter today on Fortuna Silver. This morning they were out with new exploration results from the recently acquired Seguela project in Cote d'Ivoire. Assays from the Sunbird prospect returned 9.4 grams per tonne gold over 7 meters, 17.5 grams per tonne over 6.3 meters, and 8 grams per tonne over 8.4 meters. Fortuna Silver Mines trades on the TSX with FVI and on the NYSE with FSM. Uh, Paul, just before we let you go, this is the last morning briefing of 2021. And it's nice to have you back for it.
1: Well, thank you very much. It's uh, only been a couple of months, but it's been a good couple of months and uh, a lot of uh, good transactions coming out. So uh, exciting times.
0: Right, that concludes the morning briefing, our final one of this year, everybody. Special thanks for tuning in every morning. We'll be back later today with more market commentary, and we have a very special Friday long-form interview that I'll be recording later today. Special guests looking forward to that one. The Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing is produced by Clear Creek Digital and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends at the Junior Mining Network. Until next time, everybody, I'm Trevor Hall.
1: And I'm Paul Harris.
0: Be well. Take care. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.